from Deuteronomy chapter 33 and Deuteronomy chapter 34. What we have here are the last words of Moses. Uh, Moses knew what was shortly to come as far as he was concerned. Going back to chapter 32 and verse 48, the Lord spoke unto Moses that very same day, saying, Get thee up into this mountain of Abarim, unto Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, that is over against Jericho. And behold the land of Cana, which I give unto the children of Israel for a possession. And die in the mount where thou goest up, and be gathered unto thy people, as Aaron thy brother died in Mount Hor, and was gathered unto his people. And so Moses knew that his journey upon this earth was coming to its end. His time was drawing to a close. He knew that as he spoke to the people, the words that he said would be his last words. He had said many things to uh, the people up to this point in time. He had received many things from the Lord and passed them on faithfully. And now that the time has come for him to say his last words to the people, what will uh, he say? Will he complain about the fact that he came so close to the promised land but would not uh, enter in? Would he say, I am strong enough to go with you? Because as we see in chapter 34, verse 7, the Bible says, His eye was not dim, his natural force not abated. Would Moses say, my ministry has been very difficult. My ministry has been filled with trials and hardship. Would he say to the people, I have loved you and served you, and now I'm so sad that I am leaving you. Interesting that we do not hear in these last words of Moses a note of sadness or a note of grief. These last words recorded for us are words that are filled with joy and gladness and blessing. Uh, specifically, verse 29 is the last thing that we have uh, from uh, Moses, and it says, Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, a people saved by the Lord, uh, 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 people saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help and the sword of thy excellency. Thine enemies shall be found liars unto thee, and thou shalt tread upon their high places. And it is not just one particular group of people who had heard the message at one particular time, but indeed I think we can say, and say with much conviction and assurance, that God's children in every place and every time are blessed. Uh, every believer has received uh, blessings and favor uh, from uh, the Lord. Let's read in some other passages, Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verses 7 and 8. What nation is there so great 
who has God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for. And what nation is there so great that has statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law which I set before you this day? Uh, what people or group of people uh, have the Lord as their God and the Lord's word as their revelation and uh, guide. A look at Second Samuel chapter 7 and verse 23. Second uh, Samuel chapter 7 and uh, verse uh, 23. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even like Israel, whom God went to redeem for a people to himself, and to make him a name, and to do for you great things, and awe-inspiring for thy land, before thy people which thou redeemest to thee from Egypt, from the nations and their gods. And we could say that this applies to all God's children who have received from him a grand and glorious redemption and for whom he has done uh, great things. Look at Psalm 33 and uh, verse uh, 12. Psalm 33 and uh, verse 12. Uh, the Bible says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. And also in the Psalms, Psalm 144 and uh, verse 15, Happy is that people that is in such a case. Uh, yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Uh, whose God is uh, the Lord. Uh, Moses says to the people, and I believe also to us, happy art thou who is like unto you, a people saved by the Lord, who is the shield of your help and the sword of your excellency. And your enemies will be found to be liars, and you will tread upon their high places. Now, the world doesn't think of things necessarily in the same way. Sometimes people ask, and certainly many times people think in this world of this question, who is the one who is blessed? Who is the man who is happy? And the world has its own answers to this question, which are not the same as what we see here in the last words of Moses. The world answers this question, who is the happy man, by saying, for instance, that the happy man is the man who is rich. Is the man who is rich. But the Bible tells us that riches, riches are passing. Proverbs 25, uh, 23, excuse me, and verse 5 uh, says, Will you set your eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle toward uh, heaven. Remember that the Lord Jesus spoke of treasures upon this earth. And what did he say about treasures upon this earth? He said, moth and rust corrupt. And thieves break in and steal. And the Bible also says 
that such material things do not bring fulfillment, do not bring satisfaction, do not fill. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 10, He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loves abundance with increase. This also is vanity. Uh, uh, vanities. Uh, a word that is commonly used in Ecclesiastes. This also is empty. This also is without meaning. This also does not fill or uh, satisfy. Now Moses and the people, of course, knew the riches of uh, Egypt. And in fact, the Lord allowed Moses and the people to benefit at a certain point and to a certain extent, to a certain degree, from the riches of Egypt, to receive a portion of those riches. Exodus chapter 12 and verses 35 and 36, And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they asked of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they gave unto them such things as they required, and they despoiled the uh, Egyptians. They had enough silver and gold and uh, precious metals to build the tabernacle when they were in the wilderness. But true blessedness, true happiness is not in material uh, possessions. And true blessedness and true happiness is not in persons, is not in persons. Now, the Bible has called us to love one another and commanded us to serve one another and instructed us to esteem one another highly. But think of this for a moment. Moses was leaving the people. And he had loved this people in a special way. And he had served this people in a special way. And in some sense he had been a father to this people. And now that he was leaving them, would they not be orphans without him? Fatherless, without his direction, without his instruction, without his uh, guidance. In some sense, Moses was saying to the people, your rejoicing and your gladness should not be principally in me. Your rejoicing, your gladness, your blessedness is in the Lord. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, a people saved by the Lord. A people uh, saved by uh, the Lord. Sometimes we think also that a person is happy if he is at ease, if he is at rest if he has a very peaceful life, a life of tranquility. But again, this is not what God's Word tells us. This is not the idea which finds support in our passage. If you think of the people, they were about to enter 
the land. In entering the land, they were entering into battle, they were entering into war, they were entering into uh, confrontations, they were entering into challenges and trials. They had to deal with walled cities, strong and experienced warriors to enter the land and possess it would not be an easy thing. Nevertheless, whatever lies ahead in the way of trials and challenges and difficulties, we should say with Moses, happy art thou. Happy art thou, uh, O Israel. Happy art thou, O uh, believer. Happy is uh, the believer. The passage tells us, uh, a people saved by the Lord. A people saved by uh, the Lord. First uh, Peter. Let's read, first of all, in chapter 2, and uh, verses 9 and uh, 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, that ye should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who in, past, uh, who in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Also in First Peter, in the first chapter, and verses 3 through 5, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again unto a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fades not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last uh, time. Blessed be God who has begotten you again, who has brought you uh, to life, who has brought you to eternal uh, life and forgiveness uh, of sins, acceptance uh, before him, uh, who has received greater favor. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9.15, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. For his unspeakable gift. First uh, Timothy chapter 1 verses 14 and 15. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant. With faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying. And worthy of all acceptance. That Christ Jesus came into the world. To save sinners. Of whom I am chief. The Bible tells us that the Lord Jesus went up went up into a mountain, and he opened his mouth, and he said to his disciples, Blessed. He said to his disciples, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And he went on to make several statements, each and every one of them beginning with the word blessed. Blessed are they who are God's children, uh, who know who know the Lord. Uh, Psalm 89 and verse 15 uh, says, Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of your uh, countenance. 
uh, in the light of uh, your uh, countenance. Uh, Revelation chapter 1, verses 5 and 6 uh, says, From Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Uh, Amen. There are kings of this earth. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5. And there are God's children whom he has made to be kings and priests unto God and his uh, father. O people saved by the Lord. Revelation chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. The Bible says they, sa- they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred, and tongue, and people, and nation, and hast made us unto God, unto our God, kings and priests. And we shall reign on uh, the uh, earth. Blessed are God's children. Blessed are the believers more than those uh, in this world who are men of uh, knowledge uh, and learning. Look at Jeremiah chapter 9 and uh, verses 23 and 24 thus says the lord let not the wise man glory in his wisdom neither let the mighty man glory in his might let not the rich man glory in his riches but let him that glorieth glory in this that he understands and knows me that i am the lord who exercises loving kindness justice and righteousness in the earth for in these things I delight, says, uh, says uh, uh, the Lord. Uh, let not the wise man glory in his uh, wisdom, but rather let men glory that they know me. John chapter 17 and verse 3, This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God. And Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Because the Bible tells us that in him, Colossians 2, 3, are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and uh, knowledge. Blessed are God's children above those who have power to perform signs and miracles and wonders. Uh, This is what the Lord Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, and beginning with uh, verse uh, 17. Luke chapter 10 and verse 17, the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject unto us through thy name, through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you, notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Uh, uh, In heaven. 
Blessed are God's children above those who live in this world and enjoy its different uh, pleasures. Why? Because, again, thinking of the book of Ecclesiastes in particular, the pleasures which this world affords, the pleasures which this world provides and offers, are vanity, empty, meaningless, passing away. Whereas Psalm 16:11 tells us, You will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Pleasures forevermore. Psalm 36 and verse 8 says, They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. Psalm 46 and verse 4, There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Isaiah 58 and verse uh, 11, And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. John chapter 15 and verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. John 16 and verse 22. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man takes uh, from you. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 7. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Do we always see and know and enjoy this blessedness, this happiness of which we uh, speak? Is it always in our minds and hearts as actively and as fully as it should be? The answer is no. But, if this joy and gladness is not there, active, real, continual, whose fault is it? Is it God's fault? Or is it my uh, fault? If I'm sad and downcast, is it because God has failed, has fallen short in some way, is lacking in some duty or obligation which he should fulfill? Or is it because I am falling short? David said when he fell into sin, and when the Lord brought him to repentance, he said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free uh, spirit. And in Psalm 42, 
when the psalmist was uh, downcast, he didn't reprove God, he didn't rebuke God, he spoke to himself. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I will yet help him, who, uh, for I will yet praise him for the help of his, of his countenance. The Lord Jesus in Revelation chapter 2 said to the church of Ephesus, I have somewhat against you because you have left. You've left. Not you've lost. Sometimes I say lost. But actually it is you have left your first uh, love. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 2 verses 1 and 2. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem saying, Thus says the Lord, I remember the kindness of your youth and the love of your espousals when you went after me in the wilderness in a land which was uh, not uh, sown. What does the Bible say concerning the things that are associated with uh, salvation? Uh, remember this statement from First uh, Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1. And verse 12, unto whom it was revealed, unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us, this is speaking of uh, the prophets of the Old Testament, uh, uh, Testament times, unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Spirit sent down from heaven. Which things the angels desire to look into. The things which pertain to salvation are things which the angels desire to look upon. Do I need to be reminded of God's goodness towards me? Of his grace? of his redemption, of his justification, of the adoption which he has bestowed upon me. Have I forgotten that I have been made a child of the king? Have I forgotten that he has given me uh, an inheritance which I will soon enter uh, into? Remember the voice of King Jesus. The king shall say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, As it is written, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. For them uh, that love him. Romans chapter 8 and verse 18 tells us, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared 
with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 43, Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who has ears to hear, let him hear. Have I forgotten that in the hands of the Lord Jesus and in the hands of the Heavenly Father I have safety and eternal security because my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father who gave them to me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hands. Romans chapter 8, verse uh, 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also Uh, glorified. No loss. No loss uh, along the way. Uh, Jude and verses 24 and 25. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, a people saved by the Lord. There are some people who think that they could be saved, might be saved, by their own efforts, by some means or manner of their own devising. But this would not be a salvation to begin with. Because salvation, like Jonah said, salvation is of the Lord. A people saved by the Lord. Brought out of the bondage of Egypt by uh, the Lord. Protected uh, from uh, the tenth plague, the death of the firstborn by the Lord by the blood of the Passover lamb, passing through the Red Sea by the power of the Lord, fed in the wilderness with heavenly food by the Lord, drinking water from the rock, the spiritual rock, as it says in 1 Corinthians, which followed them, which is Christ, given the victory over Amalek by the Lord when the hands of Moses were lifted up uh, to uh, heaven. He is the God of your salvation. He is also the shield of your help and the sword of your excellency. The shield of your help and the sword of your excellency. A shield to protect you, to keep you from all harm. Psalm 84, verses 11 and 12. The Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man 
who trusts in uh, thee. The shield of faith is spoken of in uh, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench some, not some. Take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the uh, wicked. All the fiery darts of uh, the wicked. Uh, Psalm 91. Uh, let's read the first uh, few uh, verses. Mazmur Mazmur. Uh, Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. The shield of uh, thy help. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort, they comfort me. Isaiah 54 and verse 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me. Their righteousness is from me, says uh, the Lord. He is the shield of your help, and he is the sword of your excellency. A shield, mostly defensive. A sword can be defensive, but also offensive as well. Take the helmet of salvation, Ephesians chapter 6, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And with such weapons, and with such leadership and direction, with the Lord guiding, your enemies will be found liars. Remember how the devil whispers anxieties and doubts, denials of the truth. Has God surely said? Remember also what the Lord Jesus said of the devil. John chapter 8 and verse 44 you are of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar, and the father, and the father of it, the father of liars and of uh, lying. 
And there are times when we say, with a lack of faith, that we cannot continue, that we cannot uh, go on. But God's promises say that we can go forward, that we can continue, that we can, having received help from Him, that we can stay the course. Moses said, your enemies will be found, liars, and you will tread upon their high places. Romans chapter 8 and verse 37 says, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world, but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. We must stay faithful. We must stay obedient. We must stay close to the Lord and to his word and to his will. We must remember to love him with all our hearts. We must be confident that he is blessing and that he will uh, bless. And we must be a good testimony to those around us regarding the Lord and regarding his uh, working a good testimony to other believers and a good testimony to uh, those who are lost. Remember the ten spies and the testimony which they brought to the people regarding the land. We are not able to go up and possess it because they are stronger than we are. It is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. We saw men of great stature. We saw giants. And in our own sight, before them, we were as grasshoppers. Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10. A different spirit. Go your way. Eat the fat. Drink the sweet. Send portions unto those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto the Lord. Neither be sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And if I remember correctly, it may be in that same passage that it says that the joy of Jerusalem was heard from a distance. What do people hear and see from us? Do they see the blessedness that the Bible speaks of? Do they see that we are rejoicing uh, in uh, the Lord? Do they see that God has truly blessed uh, his people? Or do they hear grumbling and murmuring and complaining? Happy 
art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, a people saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help, the sword of thy excellency. Thine enemies shall be found liars unto thee, and thou shalt tread upon thy high places. The last thing that Moses said to the people and to us. Happy art thou. Psalm 144 and verse 15. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, because your word tells us of that great blessedness which you have bestowed upon your children, all who have come unto you in repentance and faith. We thank you, Lord, because your word says, the Lord is my portion. We thank you for your working, past, present, and future, in the lives and the hearts of your children. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to know that you have blessed our blessing and will bless. That you are with us, the shield of our help, the sword of our excellency. That the truth of the message which your children bear that this will be made clear, others will be shown to be liars, and that your power will manifest itself, and your children will tread upon the high places of the enemy. We pray that you would increase our faith, and that you would help us to follow obediently, to trust in all that you have promised. Help us to know that you watch over your children, to keep them, to bless, to protect, to provide. We ask, Lord, that you would comfort and strengthen your children. Remind us of all the things that you have done for us. Help us to hear the words of the Lord Jesus to the man of the land of the Gadarenes. Go and show what great things the Lord has done unto you and how he has had mercy upon you. Help us to speak of all the blessings which you have given so freely, so graciously. We pray in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen.